This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. including the Eagles and the Patriots. Patriots money coming in today, taking the line from four and a half to three and a half. Ken and I will discuss. We'll also talk Monday Night Football with our next guests, New York Jets hosting the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if, if Kenny Ducey is uh, going to be a fan of uh, Buffalo getting bad, almost out to a three-point road favorite. The number sitting at two and a half in most spots. Probably not. Kenny, a big New York Jets fan. Kenny will join us in just a second. P.J. Glasser coming up next hour. The Glassman talking college football. NFL offensive player and defensive player of the year. Award market still to come. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. But the U.S. Open is going on right now in my neck of the woods here in Flushing Meadows, Queens. And whenever we have a, a tennis major going on, we like to bring on our good friend, my fellow Fordham Ram. So absolutely love this guy. WFUV sports alum. Shout out to him. Our good friend, Kenny Ducey, who does great work handicapping tennis and other sports as well for our friends over at the Action Network. Kenny can be found on Twitter at his name, at Kenny Ducey. Kenny, my friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, my friend, how you doing? It's great to be back. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm doing very well. How can I not be doing very well? Another tennis major, the last one of the year, and uh, the best one. I think one of the best sporting events in the world, the U.S. Open. No place I'd rather be. Then talking tennis with you, Nick. And and with you, Ken. Love you, Ken. Uh, we'll do the, we're going to do the men's side <laughs> well, first. To be fair, uh, we, did, <laughs> we, we both went to Fordham, to be fair. I know, I know, I know. But it's, you know, throw that in there. Uh, Kenny, you mentioned it's the, it's the last Grand Slam of the year. I think the expectation in the betting market for the men's side is that it kind of plays out the, the way we've seen all of them play out so far, even in terms of maybe what we get in the final, based on what we saw at Wimbledon. So Djokovic, about even money. Alcaraz, like the second choice just behind him, huge gap to anyone else that like Medvedev would probably be the third. Like I think he's nine to one at BetMGM. Uh, is it as simple as it's just going to be Djokovic and Alcaraz in the men's final? We'll go through some match bets that you like coming up in a little bit as well. But just on the men's side, I think we all would love to see that rematch. Do you think we're going to get it and who wins? Honestly, uh, yeah, gun to my head. I, I definitely have to say that that rematch does happen. I would probably pick Novak Djokovic in that yet again. I think a lot of it had to do with the Wimbledon loss to, to Carlos Alcaraz. A lot of it had to do with the fact that Carlos was not really prepared, or excuse me, the, the loss for Novak. Novak was not really prepared mentally for the way that Carlos was going to come out on grass. He admitted after the match he sort of underestimated how quickly he learned the surface. He saw a little bit different of a story in Cincinnati. I saw it a really huge mental battle between the two because here's the thing no one's beating Carlos Alcaraz right except someone who could just brilliantly out scheme him and draw from 
you know, 20 plus years of experience like Novak Djokovic. And that is exactly the scenario uh, that unfolded in Cincinnati, made him go for some big shots. So if that did happen, I definitely would still favor Novak Djokovic. And as a betting man yourself, I think you would understand that in that match, I think Djokovic is going to come in as a slight favorite. So given the, the outright odds right now, there's really no value in taking Carlos as of yet. And while, you know, while, while, he has beaten Yannick Sinner plenty of times. He's beaten Alexander Zverev plenty of times. Those are two, to me, of the most dangerous players in the draw, and they are both in his quarter. A lot of people eagerly anticipating a rematch between Carlos and Yannick Sinner. Jan Carlos is the, the rivalry nickname that I have named it, and I think that's the only acceptable one. And, but I do think that that's not going to happen. I think Zverev's going to knock out Sinner. So I don't know if that means there's a little bit of value on Sinner, uh, Zverev. I think he's come down to around 35-1. to 1. But yeah, I, I think it's really as, as simple as that. I'm also, uh, I also, I do have a future out on Daniil Medvedev. He's got a relatively easy quarter. Hubert Hurkacz, I think, is going to get knocked out tomorrow, which we'll get to in a second. And that could really, really open up his draw. He'd be a massive favorite there. And again, doesn't have to really uh, worry until he would face Carlos Alcaraz. And that is a matchup where Carlos and Medvedev played many times, or just played a couple of times. And while Carlos has been able to, you know, win that that war of attrition on the ground, a little more aggressive. Medvedev has lost a little bit recently, but what I've noticed is he's lost because he's experimenting with some new tactics. I think he's trying to figure out how to win points a little bit quicker, get a little more aggressive, because right now guys are beating him at the net. They're, they're beating him because he's a very passive player. And, he, you know, like Djokovic, he's almost a diet version of Djokovic. He makes you make errors, but Carlos doesn't make errors. So uh, I think he's perhaps preparing for that matchup, and I think ultimately – He's a guy with a little bit of value now at 10 to 1. It was funny. I almost tore my ACL racing to bet him to win the U.S. Open after Wimbledon because I'm telling you, uh, I figured after that match, you know, he was going to be probably down to 10 to 1. He was four. He was a 4 to 1 uh, favorite to win the U.S. Open. And so I think now at 10 to 1, there's a significant amount of value on Medvedev. There's a little bit of value on Zverev, but there's absolutely no value to be found. And Djokovic and Alcraz, you're better off just waiting for them to play in the final uh, before you, you end up making a decision there. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. It is a wonderful football Wednesday where you're talking the U.S. Open right now with our pal. By the way, Kenny, are you, are you at the U.S. Open right now? I am. I am on Louis Armstrong Stadium. Ben Shelton and Dominic Team are playing uh, the most anticipated match for me of the tournament thus far. This is obviously going to be some big ones coming up. So I'm... Uh, I'm off to the side here, peering over. I'm actually looking at our friend Brian Clark, who's another Fordham fellow, uh, fellow Fordham Ram. He's doing the the, uh, the radio version of the match. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm hanging out on the terrace at Louis Armstrong Stadium. Beautiful day out. Absolutely, absolutely got to love it. And if Andrew yes. Bogus is there, please say hi to the great Andrew Bogus, who I think does play-by-play also at the U.S. Open, another Fordham Ram, uh, CBS Sports Radio's Andrew Bogus. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken. It is a wonderful football Wednesday. Talk in the U.S. Open. He's there right now. Our pal Kenny Ducey from the Action Network and Covers.com on Twitter, at Kenny Ducey. Kenny, of matches that are coming up in the near future here that there are markets open for, what is your favorite bet and why for our listeners and viewers? So last year at the U.S. Open, the guy that blew me away was a very young man out of Great Britain. His name is Jack Draper. He made the third round here. And the knock on Jack Draper has always been his own body. You know, he, he's broken down. He's a very young man. He doesn't have the conditioning. He doesn't have the experience, especially at best of fives. And he, he's dealt with tons of injuries early in his career. He had to retire in the third round against Karen Hatchinoff in what was a marathon match into the third set. And eventually he, he injured his knee and pulled out. But what would impress me was that this kid has absolutely no weaknesses. And I think there's been a lot of talk about Yannick Sinner. There's been a lot of talk about even Ben Shelton, who's playing just feet away from me right now, uh, as potential rivals down the road. 
But Jack Draper is a guy that has absolutely everything in his bag as a tennis player. He has one of the big, biggest serve forehand combos on tour. He crushes his two-handed backhand, incredible feel at the net, and a very smart player. He really does nothing wrong, and he's a lefty uh, to top it all off. And lefties are notoriously hard to play in tennis because there aren't, there aren't that many of them. So Jack Draper is a guy that I'm looking at to bet early and often at the U.S. Open. He's now into the, the third round. I think a matchup here with Hubert Hurkacz, a guy that has never done well at the U.S. Open, and believe it or not, has only made the fourth round or later four times in his career. This guy's been a top 20 mainstay, guys. He's only made the fourth round or, or, or longer at four Grand Slams in five years, and he, he just has some demons that he's fighting, especially on the hardcourt slams. I think he's on upset alert tomorrow. I think you get in that right now. It's Jack, on um, Jack Draper at plus 160. I think that price is going to come down a little bit before match time. But that's a very, very big bet that I'm looking at tomorrow. I'm very excited to watch that match because Jack Draper, every, everybody who watches this guy that I talk to, immediately they're blown away. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like he has any holes in this game. So I think he's going to really put Hercots, a guy that nearly lost to Mark andrea Schusler in a five-set match last night, on upset alert, and that is, I think, my best bet tomorrow. Kenny, of the uh, of the other matches going on, I was I was looking at you know schedule for the next couple of days. I kind of thought John Isner, who like people remember, like famous American tennis player, probably most known for being in that really, 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 really long Wimbledon match with what Nicholas Mahu, that was like who he played. It was like sixty one fifty nine or whatever. Uh, still around and playing, obviously in his his home country's tournament, the U.S. Open. Uh, any thoughts on the Isner match coming up here? Yeah, so one of the things about John Isner over the last few years, as he's been, you know, much older, he's been aging, and he is going to retire after this U.S. Open, he's been at his most dangerous when he just simply doesn't play because his body just can't handle all the tennis. And it, it's, it feels like the last three years now, every year he has great performances in the hard, the big hardcore tournaments leading up to the U.S. Open. And we're all, oh, my goodness, John Isner, you know, what if he makes a run to the round of four? It could be dangerous. You know, obviously the greatest serve forever. He's always a tough player to play. And every year, he just gets tired out by the U.S. Open. He ends up falling early. I think this is a different year for him, though. He's got a little bit of a path in the draw to make one final run here at the U.S. Open. I'm certainly not expecting a quarterfinal run, but at least his run to the third round is very plausible. Michael Moe has, has had a, a good year. You know, he had a good result at the Australian Open. He beat Alexander Zverev there. But when you, if you actually watch that match, Zverev was nowhere near 100%, still trying to work his way back from an ankle injury. And, and, and another, you know, another... Sort of, I wouldn't I want to call it a fluke win in round one, but he really just didn't have much against him on the other side of the net. I think this is going to be a very very different match. I think Isner ends up winning this match. Minus 120, I, I think I would make him around a minus 140 favorite. Really, the, the bottom line here is Michael Moe is not an experienced best of five player. He lost here in qualifying to Jill Simone last year, and he's had a couple of Decent performances at tournaments over the last couple of years, but the whole the, the, the sum of the parts has not been very impressive. Uh, I think Isner blows them off the court tomorrow. I thought it looked really good against Diaz Acosta. And again, fresh Isner means an Isner you want to bet on. He's very fresh. Kenny, about 30 seconds to go. Any other bet could be a future, could be a match coming up shortly here in the next couple of days, whatever. A bet that you like coming up in the U.S. Open for our listeners and viewers here. We have about 30 seconds to go. I'm going to do three and 30 seconds. I like Ben Shelton live right now against Dominic team hitting a huge ball. And I think he's going to win the mental war of attrition team. Got a really lucky to face a top, a, a really just loose and careless Alexander Bublik in round one, like Zhang Zhang tonight, uh, plus five and a half games against Casper. I'll be fading Casper all tournament. He's been on a really bad run of form and tomorrow takes 
Lorenzo Sanigo to win a set against Yannick Sinner. This guy played perfect tennis in round one, and Sinner's going to be on upset alert here. They always play bangers. I think it's going to be a very, very fun match to watch five sets. Sanigo's going to take at least one. Kenny, five seconds to go. Who wins Sunday, September, uh, Monday, September 11th, week one, Bills and Jets? Jets 34, Bills 10. I'll be there yelling from the stands, and it's going to be an incredible, incredible atmosphere. I'm so excited. The Jets win by 24. I feel like it's not a prediction for many other people besides, besides for Kenny. Uh, Kenny, great job, man. We love having you on the show. We appreciate it. Everyone give Kenny a follow on Twitter, at Kenny Ducey. Check out his work at the Action Network covers. Also doing good work for our friends over at the game day. My friend, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the day at the U.S. Open at Flushing Meadows, and we'll talk to you soon here on the show. Pleasure as always to talk to you guys. Enjoy the tennis. That's our pal, Kenny Ducey, joining us here on You Better You Bet. Gotta love that, like, it's a cool moment when you're like at an event doing an interview. He's probably people are probably looking at him. He's like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm important." I thought it was trucks going by, and I was like, "No, I think it's like people clapping because he's like at yeah, a tennis match." Yeah. It's like that's pretty exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, coming up next, we start hour number three. The rest of the line movement you need to be aware of. Week one in the National Football League.